Welcome to the Markham Society, a podcast created by Albie Grace and Daniel Clark. You are listening to Mini Archive 18.5. <clears throat> Jesus, then Cordial, a short story written and read by me, Albie T. Grace. Well done. Jesus, then Cordial by LBT Grace. Me and Phil are still young enough to be allowed to sit under the chairs around mum's and dad's ankles. Rows of ankles and chair legs in front and behind. We're allowed books and quiet toys, but mum normally gets us to do spelling or math sums. Ronza sits up with the adults the whole service. The carpet's pretty brown. Ronza always does does pretty hard sums that Dad would write for him, which kind of intrigued me, but not enough to make me want to solve them. Mostly it's that feeling of being in the secret, untouchable place of childhood. Me and Phil, down under the chairs, staring out in boring church where we can exist in our own world, and all the adults are damned to the boredom. On the podium, Pastor Hastwell is expressively seething. He's an aggressive speaker, passion always on the cusp of righteous anger. Perhaps he has short man syndrome. He certainly has a wild and woolly beard, grey-white and bushy off in all different directions. The fire in his eyes and the venom in his voice burn and barrel the tepid middle-class congregation. Through the big picture windows in the brown-carpeted brown box with the brown unordained cross looming, the gum trees swing and thrash ballerinas on red cordial. Pastor Hastwell yells, He died for your sins, do you realize that? He's died because of you! And you're going to be selfish enough to sin again, to not ask for forgiveness, and to sin again and again and again! I say, Jesus forgive me, Jesus forgive me, Jesus forgive me in my head and go back to my spelling book. Phil says, did you just ask forgiveness? Three times. What for? I said, fuck in my head. Me too. And he said it right then, too. Fuck. He said it again. I meant to. Don't talk too loud. We have to ask for more forgiveness now. I didn't say it, Phil Hartley whispers. So say it, and then we'll both ask for forgiveness. Okay. He gets even quieter, a smile up around the sides of his lips, but his eyes are very concentrated. He whispers, Fuck. We both close our eyes and say, Jesus, forgive us. Jesus, forgive us. Jesus, forgive us. Mum looks down at us and says, Shh, boys. Phil looks up, cute fawn face, cute baby voice. But we were just asking for forgiveness, Mum. He turns back to me with impish elf grin. I go back to my spelling book. I don't mind it, but I'm getting bored and it feels like we've been sitting here absolute ages and probably Pastor Haswell should stop talking so we can do praise and then go down to Sunday school. About an hour before, the storm stopped. And just then the wind stopped and it looked like the clouds had been scrubbed clean, and they were all like lambs and fresh packets of cotton wool balls. Pastor Haswell is going on and on and on, and it's not even a sermon he's doing. Runza actually sometimes chooses to stay for the sermon rather than go to Sunday school. I don't get that. I don't mind the stories and stuff, but church is pretty boring, and the sermons go on forever and ever, and they're all just about words. Pastor Haswell says, All right, folks, let's bow our heads in prayer. Mum signals us, so me and Phil bow our heads. We both squint, so it looks like we have eyes closed, but really we can see all the other people with their eyes closed. God, Father Lord, Pastor Hastwell honeys, eyes shut into his bird nest beard. 
Thank you, Father, for bringing us together this morning. Thank you for the Lord God, Jesus. Mum is mmming and yes, lording, and Ron's is doing it a little bit too. Pastor Hastwell says, We pray, Father Lord Jesus, that this morning you'll show us light and that all of us as servants of Christ will hear your message and have our hearts, Lord Jesus, and our minds, Father God, open. Amen. There's a general amen and everyone opens their eyes and shuffles and looks around at each other. A rumble of thunder cracks through the sky like someone taking out their wheelie bin. Well, folks, let me invite Ray to lead us all in some praise. I think, yes, finally, praise. Because praise is actually pretty fun anyway. I mean, we just stand there and sing loud with everyone and read the overhead projector, and some of the songs are pretty good. We sing the one about the football and Rock of the Ages and Amazing Grace, which makes me and Phil smile, and Dad smiles looking down at us and the whole family except Mum sing the grace a bit much louder than any other word. And now, kids, the magic words. Thanks for being so well-behaved. It's time for you to all go down to Sunday school, so please come up quietly and form a single line behind Jenny and Jay and have a fun time learning about Jesus. We scurry up. Phil is right beside me, both of us being at the core performers, as they gaze with pleasant amusement at their sheep children. Phil and me hold hands and wait in the line of about 20 kids from 5 to 10. Ronza has decided to stay for the sermon again, prompting mum that morning at breakfast to say, Ronnie's a little bit like Samuel, isn't he? But me and Phil knew that Ronza just wanted to be good at church, like he was good at everything. Down the cement stairs to the green carpet squares and millipedes, the trees out the window, the walls of wooden hessian, adorned with pictures of Jesus and Moses and David and Esther. They tell us to sit down and Jay tells us the same story about Noah, which we heard probably one billion times, but she's mainly saying it for the littlest kids, and anyway, it means we already know the answers. So how many animals did Noah have? Mine and Phil's hands shoot up together, busting to be answered before she can finish. Boys? Two, I yell. All of them, Phil yells, causing Samantha and Sarah Bennett to crack up. Jay smiles and says in her soft voice, which seems to be really nice, but actually means she's cross. You're both right in a way, boys. Later on, after we sing Father Abraham, we get to colour in a picture of Noah and all his animals, and me and Phil are sitting with Jesse, who's pretty new at church. Outside, the thunder rolls one more time. I'm doing the lions purple and yellow. Phil's playing with his Technic Lego motor. Jesse says, unprovoked, My dad's really tough. It's a clear challenge. Phil and I prepare to defend ourselves. Our dad's heaps tougher, I say. Our dad could bash up your dad heaps easy, Phil says. Yeah? We both nod. Well, Jesse muses. How old is your dad? Phil emphasizes. 41? Jesse smiles. Well, my dad's 50, so that makes him heaps tougher. He has us there. I can't accept that, though. He's dumber than our dad. Yeah, our dad's heaps smart, Phil agrees. He's not. So what? My dad would just bash your whole family up. He would not. Situation has gone too far. The conversation ends, but we sit in a gummy silence, purple and yellow. After Sunday school, we get to play outside while the adults talk and talk and drink international roast. We're out by the creche playing with Jesse, even though the disagreement is still hanging in the air. He's a tough boy, a bit tougher than me and Phil are accustomed to, but we're trying to act on his level. He's throwing rocks into the bush, which is something we're not exactly allowed to do, but no one's watching, so... Jesse throws one and it cracks into a tree trunk, snapping like the strap of your undies. Phil chucks one, which doesn't go that far, and lands in some blackberries. 
When it's my turn, as usual, the rock becomes alive and unwieldy in my hand. Slips somehow, pulls my arm the wrong way around, somehow lands right on Jesse's cool new sneakers which he got on holiday in America. Look out for my Reebok pumps, he yells. And some bizarre impulse grabs me, and I spit. I did that on purpose. Why? Jesse's mad and Phil's weighing up which side to take. His allegiance not always assured in these situations. Because I wanted to, because you said your dad could beat up our dad. He could. Never. He totally could not. Phil sides with Jesse and smiles. Nah, Al threw that rock because he's unco. I did not. Nah, he's totally unky. Unco, he can't even throw. Jesse mockingly laughs and says, You're so unco. I am not, I yell when I'm blushing and my eyes are starting to water, which always happens and makes me seem very weepy. I'm ashamed into rage. I grab out at Jesse's neck and pull him towards me by the collar of his shirt. He kicks my legs and we both tumble to the dusty gravel. Phil's again unsure what side to take. He remains silent. We roll a bit. I hurt my knee. Jesse punches me in the guts, but it doesn't really hurt. I pull his collar some more and hear his shirt ripping. Jesse yells out, you ripped my shirt, and that breaks the fracas. He stands up. He's dusty and red-faced with a little blood on his cheek, crying eyes. I suddenly feel intensely guilty. You ripped my shirt. You're going to be in heaps of trouble for this. He runs off up the hill. Shit, I say. Yeah, says Phil pointedly. Fuck. Maybe we should pray to Jesus that we don't get in trouble. Or we could pray to Jesus that he dies before he gets to tell his mum. Eventually, we pray that we don't get into trouble and still get cordial. Jesus doesn't answer back on that one because mum comes down and gets us and both mums are really mad about the shirt. And I try to explain, but it doesn't take. Dad drives home. He doesn't seem to care or actually even notice. Phil and I are dreading further punishment. By the time we're in Sterling, Phil gets the courage to ask, Do we still get cordial when we get home? No, says mum. No cordial. Sucked in, says Ronza from the front seat, sticking out his tongue. You guys get no cordial. Totally sucked in. We ride on. Silent. You have heard yet another depressing mini-archive from the short story collections of Albie T. Grace. Well done. Many thanks for listening once again to the Markham Society. You can find us on Twitter at Markham Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at the Markham Society Podcast. You can look for us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn. On SoundCloud, you can like and comment and share and post and you can follow us. On iTunes, we would love it if you rated and reviewed us. That would be awesome sauce. Many thanks. Continue the research. Next week, we will bring you our fantastic episode with Samala Harris, Earth 